Welcome to A Love Worth Dying For, a podcast about the triumphs, challenges, and redemption of marriage and family life from a biblical worldview. We hope to challenge and help you cultivate a love of family truly worth dying for. We're Joseph and Janelle Banks, and this is What's Up. Welcome to a new episode of A Love Worth Dying For. This is Joseph. And Janelle Banks. And this is a new... uh, Well, we're we're actually going to title this A New Normal because we did have a previous title for this episode, but we decided, or should I say Janelle decided, she had a... She has a way with titles to call it a new normal because this episode is specifically dealing with family and marriage during this COVID-19 situation. Um, first, I want to just talk about what it is because there's, there's a lot of talk in the media. There's a lot of discussions about what it is, how it's transmitted, which we know that COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus similar to influenza, but it's more deadly. So, um, Janelle, I'll have you just read this. Got this from the CDC. And it basically talks about what is the definition of uh, of COVID-19 so that um, our audience can really know um, the, the facts beyond a lot of the speculation. All right. So COVID-19 is caused by a coronavirus called SARS-CoV-2. Older adults and people who have severe underlying medical conditions like heart or lung disease or diabetes seem to be at higher risk for developing more serious complications from COVID-19 illnesses. And um, this is how it spreads. It says thought to spread mainly from person to person, mainly through respiratory droplets produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. These droplets can land in the mouths or noses of people who are nearby or possibly be inhaled into the lungs. Spread is more likely when people are in close contact with one another within six feet. That's why the social distancing is happening. It may be possible that a person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or object that has the virus on it and then touching their own mouth, nose, or possibly their eyes. This is not thought to be the main way, but the virus spreads. Um, this is, excuse me, this is not, this is not thought to be the main way the virus spreads, but we are still learning more about the virus. The virus that causes COVID-19 is spreading very easily and sustainably between people. Information from the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic suggests that the virus is spreading more efficiently than influenza, but not as efficiently as measles, which is highly contagious. So that's the... CDC definition of what this is and how it spreads. Yeah, how it spread. So we want just want to talk about like how family life has changed with this and specifically our family, but in general families around the world. Um, right. So we know that this virus obviously is affecting people worldwide. Um, it's having different impacts around the world in our nation, our, our local government states, 
things like that. But it's also impacting um, the home and families. And specifically, we kind of want to look more at how it's impacting the marriage and the family um, with this episode. And we're going to kind of think about trying to do a part one and part two just because there's... So Quite a much, bit too. so much information about uh, what we can talk about this because so many different avenues we can go when discussing how our marriage and how our family life is changed in this quote unquote new normal. So we're just going to discuss a few things, kind of look how we're dealing with it, and then look at how are do we as especially Christians deal with this new normal. But first, let me just, there's a verse that really kind of talks about new, when we talk about new, and it's from the book of Ecclesiastes, which I was thought about, it's a verse, but let me read this, it's from um, the first chapter of the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is verse 8, it says, all things are wearisome, man is not able to tell it, the eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor is the ear filled with hearing. That which has been is that which will be, and that which has been done is that which will be done. So there is nothing new under the sun. Um, verse That's verse 9. Verse 10 says, Is there anything of which one might say, So this, it is new. Already it has existed for ages, which were before us. And that was verses 8 through 10. So we talk about this new normal. Really, there's nothing new that happens. There may be new technologies, um, new names, new names of things, but the the newness that people keep talking about, what we call the new normal. There have been ages where there's been plagues, there's been very infectious diseases throughout the ages, throughout the generations since creation. But truly, if there's no new, the thing is just adapting to those situations. And as Christians. As Christians who have families and marry, we have to try and find the way which we can do this that honors God, that helps our neighbor, and that helps us flourish through these times. So I want to give a a backdrop onto this whole newness. But one thing which we deal with is, and Janelle can really pick up on this, is dealing with the whole idea of those who are affected mostly by COVID-19. That's those who are sick or those who have a high risk. And this is something which we'll talk about in a later episode because Janelle, um, I don't know if we were born with it, but she's had diabetes. If you heard from the um, definition, those are those who are at high risk. Those who have diabetes and my wife has type one are at high risk. So since this, my wife has been in the home and she's been homeschooling anyway, so we have not seen them having to leave since we are um, being sustained by my income. So Janelle, kind of talk us through about how you had to deal with this considering your medical condition. Okay. So first of all, I'd like to address that even though we've been homeschooling, I have been able to leave the house. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well. Not, she's not I'm, caged I'm, in. You know. I'm not caged in. Um, <laughs> actually, since 
homeschooling, we've had the opportunity to be a part of different homeschool co-ops and um, those at the library, at churches, just going to different field trips and community um, events. So although we homeschool, homeschool doesn't only take place at home. Doesn't keep you home. Right. So it doesn't just keep you home. Although people can choose to stay at home, uh, our family has chosen to do a mix of being at home learning as well as learning in our natural environments outside as well as meeting up with different groups and organizations and pursuing some of the interests that the kids have. Mm. So as far as uh, COVID-19, we have been just really just trying to be aware of what's been going on. I would say for our family in general, we usually try to seek out what's the truth Mm -hmm. of what's going on in any situation. And for us, nothing has changed in a sense as far as that goes. Right. At the same time, we always want to be cautious as well as seeking information, trying to discern, because a lot of times you hear information and everybody putting out their information usually try to make it seem as if they have all the answers, they have all the right answers and just as individuals we should always be uh i think i see something recently that facebook does is they do fact checking you post certain articles or videos and facebook may not allow you to post those based on certain facts that are in there they may say well this doesn't contain the total truth it may be um doesn't have anything that promotes what they would like to promote as far as content so that is kind of this is as determined by them right as determined by them and the organizations that they're affiliated with right which could be an issue and could be a bias it could be i wouldn't say unethical well i wouldn't say unethical but i guess there there could be some serious biasness so if would they support you dispersing this 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 particular article or this particular information if it's in their best interest or if it's against their ideologies which i'm thinking that's more of the clash of ideological <laughs> ideological clash um, with Facebook or any other social media site, I guess. I, I think we're seeing it more on Facebook than any place else, which, you know, it's up to them. It's their business. It's their organization. They can um, discriminate. And I'm using that word very general because um, we all discriminate. Right, um, we do. Uh, just depending on what you want to have put on your platform or not and like i said it's up to them to decide if they want it they didn't say hey this is it's not an open platform type of thing where you can just write and say or post anything you want but we are as people of the truth we want to be able to make sure that we speak um truthfully about things and we just and we dispense things truthfully and we try to explain what we are sharing so but how is it that how are you yeah but keep on going right so i'm kind of 
getting a little bit off track, but I'll kind of refocus myself back on the fact of I have type 1 diabetes. Right. It's considered high risk in usually most medical situations. So whether you're going for uh, surgery of any type, um, you're pregnant, right. or in this case where there's a major virus going around, usually they consider people with diabetes or type 1 diabetes to be high risk. So for me, when all of this kind of came about and the government and the, so the media was putting out a lot of information, for me, it was more of a time of, okay, staying, you know, at home for the sake of trying to get more information. Because when everything started coming about, there was a lot of information that really was conflicting right. and we've seen a lot of things about that so for our family we have decided that i would stay at home now that meant not going to the different co-ops that i talked about before or events but i couldn't go anyway because a lot of those places had already made for the most part made decisions to uh suspend or cancel right events and activities or move them online. So that has been our new normal uh, as far as homeschooling is we've been doing it more at home, but also a portion of it has been online. So yeah. we we're thankful for the mix of that and our kids enjoy both doing the online where they could still see their friends right. and also just having more time with each other here and spending more time outdoors right which is something which we want to do more often anyway and plus also this is really keeping us from our church family also we're not able to see them but fortunately for and we've talked to many people about this this is the the awesome time of living in this era and this generation is that we have the online aspects we can still see our church service online we can still the kids can still see their friends from different um, co-ops or different classes they have online so that is one of the um blessings of this generation um you can still contact your friends my wife just turned 40 um to the grace of god, grace god. <laughs> and um her friends had a little online party i want to say or online kind of um birthday bash or something like that we wouldn't call that for my wife which was very um touching and very very cool for her to be a part of and to her to witness for her to witness since no one can go out to celebrate together you just did it online and um got to thank her sister Juana for organizing that and getting the friends and ladies together for that and I know Janelle she really enjoyed that. So yes, it was very special. Love my girls. Yeah. So that's a great. So that's one of the great aspects of living this time during this situation. Um, family can still stay together. Family can still com um, communicate. We still have phones. I know these cell phones are like many computers, but they're still phones. So we can right. still contact your family and friends and and just be able to communicate better um, in this in this time. Right. So. Getting back to the high-risk situation. So, although being diabetic or having diabetes is considered high-risk, mm -hmm. and like I mentioned before, it's usually high-risk in any type of 
medical uh, right. situation. I will say that you can be a diabetic and still be in in what we would call good health. Right. Okay. So with diabetes, there's what they would categorize you as uncontrolled diabetes or controlled diabetes. Uncontrolled means your 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 numbers are are outside of what would be considered normal range. So whether it's on the high end or the low end, um, those would be considered uncontrolled. But the, the ironic thing is, if you, they usually measure it with the H, uh, I mean, A1C test. Mm-hmm. And that's like a measure of what your blood sugars are running, average actually, of what your blood sugars are running every three months. So actually, I've been in what would be considered a a good range, but I've had times where I had very low lows Mm -hmm. and high highs. And if, if doctors only looked at, Oh, just the average, it doesn't tell the true story. Right. And the same thing with this whole virus and high risk and, 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 the things that we need to do to protect ourselves, we have to look at all the details, all the aspects. I actually listen to what different people say because I think sometimes there can be truth even mixed among uh, untruths. And being able to discern that, it's it's really something that as Christians we should be growing in is being able to ask the right questions because none of us have all the answers. Like every time I hear certain things, I start processing like, hmm, well, what about this? Or what about that? Or, you know, and then that um, spurs me on to go seek more information. So right right now I would say I don't have any specific person that I would say is is my go-to person. I know some people may, but I've never been that type of person because for me, I don't believe one person has it all right. Right. Except for the Bible, um, <laughs> I, that's the only thing I would say. Faith and trust in that I, I, I go to yeah. Scripture for for the standard of living, right? And then I look at different informations. I look at personal experiences. I listen to testimonies of people. You know, I praise God for all the means in which we're able to get information these days and my suggestion is if you're in a situation where you're high risk you need to kind of consider are you in a managed high risk state or a or or a unmanaged or uncontrolled high risk state because Mm -hmm. that will really make a difference and also just being knowledgeable of what does it take to have a a healthy running running body. We don't have all the answers, but for the answers we do have, the things that we do know, like getting exercise, taking your medication if you are on a medication, eating properly, eating properly, knowing all the different vitamins that your body needs, and if you're not getting it from get your vitamin D, people of color. We need to be out in the sun. <laughs> Just to let you know, we do need to help our immune system. So get your vitamin D. Right. If you're not getting all the vitamins your body needs to function, then supplements. you know supplements. Right. Um, for me, I'm on a journey of of just discovering more of 
what does my body need? I know as we get older, obviously I'm getting older, just looking at how is my body changing? You know, right. like my husband read in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Like, obviously people are going to be getting sick. People have always been getting sick. There's always going to be different viruses coming in and out of uh, society. Man, they're, they're man-made or manufactured. No right. There's there's always viruses around. And a matter of fact, even though we are focusing on this particular virus, there's other people dying of other things going on like cancer, um, right. heart disease, lung mm-hmm. disease, kidney disease, Um you know, just these other things, illnesses going on in our body. So none of this is new. And as we just process and think about it, if none of this is new, we should kind of have an idea of how we should be responding. And as Christians specifically, we know that the word of God tells us how to respond in trying times and struggles, um, in times like this where a lot of fear is instilled and a lot of people are fearful even those that are believers sometimes we get fearful although the word tells us not to be anxious and not to be fearful but even in the word it tells us if we are that we turn to God that we turn to him in prayer cry out to him with your fears cast your fears on him Right. And he is faithful to hear us and he's faithful to take care of those failures. And he's faithful to give us that peace of mind that we need to live even during a time where it seems like everybody's falling apart. People are dying all around, right. but we can still have that life within us that says, hey, I can still go outdoors. And if I die today, what i know where i'm going i know my savior lives and therefore i too will live and that should give us hope that should give us joy and actually let me just read a verse that kind of goes with what you just said which is in the book of romans it's actually two verses but i'm going to read this um for in romans chapter six verses where is it um i believe it was uh, I had it with me and just want to say, um, oh yeah, um, verses six. Oh no, verse five. It says, for if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin for he who has died is freed from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, is no is never to die again. Death no longer is master over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So we know that no matter what happens, you know, in life or death, that those who are in Christ will be with him. So we're definitely um, thankful for our family. We're thankful for 
having this time to be with one another, even in this situation. But we know that this situation is not um, uh, confining us spiritually, that we are as free as we ever been, even more so able to get into his word, able to more meditate on his word, be able to um, witness and see his creation and um, nature and kids like to see things around and they're fascinated by things. We saw like a toad yesterday and, <laughs> you know, just just taking time to really just look at um, what God has made and the beauty of God's creation and just the beauty of life and to see it in a more macro way at a more pinpoint focused way rather than the everyday just going about running around and doing whatever. So Janelle really spoke on the medical. I knew it was going to take more than just one part <laughs> for this particular episode because um, we only really dealt with one point. We have like about five. So this is going to be a this will be a multi episode uh, uh, recording for this particular podcast or this particular topic. So this was basically about um, sick and high risk and how your family deals with this. So Janelle really gave you her, and we're going to talk about sickness. In another episode, really get into more how Janelle is living. What are some things she's learned? What are some of the things which she has um, found out from living with diabetes? Now being a later episode. And I think also just looking at how it affects our family. Because how it affects your even faith. though it's something that I deal with, it's my body, it still impacts my whole family as right. well as our marriage. And then I'm sure you will have another yeah, episode I, I, where yeah, you talk well, about the well, spouse yeah. <laughs> that uh, lives with and, and deals with a spouse that has a yeah. chronic illness. So we'll deal with that later, but we want to specifically talk about COVID-19, but I'm glad, glad Janelle was able to really describe what high risk means and describe um, the different types of high risk and well, ho- ho- somewhat. Well, somewhat, <laughs> and hopefully, those who are listening will 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 see, will, or should I say, hear this episode and kind of determine for themselves their bodies, their families' bodies, and their risk. And even though people have different different opinions about what this means when it deals with business, going out, um. Hanging out, being with family, being with friends, going to events, people on the various spectrum from one end to the other end. Hopefully what you will do is that ultimately you will try to be wise in your decisions of what you and your family do and what you expose you and your family to. Right. So then, and, and using godly wisdom as, yeah, as a family, when we think family, a lot of times we think our immediate family, but right. we also have a church family. We have the body of Christ, which extends beyond our local church. Yeah, universal and church. Just being yeah. compassionate towards people, whether they're believers or not. Right. Looking at how am I being a good steward of you know my own health. And taking care of myself, but then looking at Others, other people. Right. So in general, even like before this COVID-19, how did we address being sick? Did we go to church when we were still sick? Did mm-hmm. we go to parties when we were still sick? Right. And really evaluating. I don't think anyone goes with the intent 
to spread. I know a lot of times when people have something that they know can spread like chicken pox or right. pink eye or things like that, usually people stay home. But I think what people forget is that there's a stage when you're healing with any illness that you're more likely to spread even when you may not necessarily be seeing those um symptoms right and i think that's the the one thing yeah yeah it is and and sometimes do some research personal research and just look because i think now more than ever people are, are hopefully trying to be more concerned with what is my health in general so that when i am faced with illnesses how will my body respond okay and, and right and also be just be compassionate you compassion with others because even if you don't hold to a high view of what's going on knowing that hey i may be asymptomatic and i i don't want to hurt my neighbor so i think if you have you have to be humble and you have to be um uh thought thoughtful so that even if you don't hold to certain positions you don't want to hurt others. You don't want to have your neighbor in pain. You don't want to cause anything that may spread to your neighbor, even if you have no feeling of anything and maybe you feel like you can just go out and not put on any mask or don't put on no gloves. Just think about those around you and think about what you may um, uh, do to others unbeknowing to yourself. So you gotta be very wise in this situation and especially doing your family bringing things back to your family right and if you're working or, or, or loved ones house. yeah especially if you're working from home but um yes this is more of our medical episode for for part one about this new normal and we hope that you were um educated we hope that you got the uh, information that you needed from this and hopefully we're able to share that in a way that was um helpful to you we're definitely going to speak more about this in the next episode but um uh, what do you think? You, you you think that uh? Well, hopefully you will go do your own research. You will due diligence. Read, due diligence that you will read the word of God to see where your hope lies, and um, just be focused on what the main goal and the main focus of this life is. Right. Beyond what's going on right. today. Right. Because nothing's new under the sun. That's right. So. This is a love worth dying for. Um, definitely make sure to like, share, um, subscribe where you subscribe. This podcast is very uh, in, in, in various and different locations. So wherever you are reading this or reading the descriptions, but hearing this, definitely make sure to like, share, and subscribe our podcast and let others know about this content. Once again, this is Joseph and Janelle Banks. This is a love worth dying for. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Love Worth Dying For podcast. We hope you were encouraged, educated, and blessed by the show. Hope to see you back again on our next episode. You can check us out on Twitter at Love Worth Dying For or email us at a love worth dying for at gmail.com. So until next time, grace, peace, and love to the glory of God.